Hello and welcome to the Success Secret Podcast with Rosso Santalev. I am excited to introduce you to a series of conversations with some of the most successful and inspiring individuals from various industries. My aim is to dive into the stories behind their success and explore the knowledge, strategies, habits, mindsets, and wisdom that have propelled their success. Each episode of the Success Secret Podcast will feature a different guest who will share their unique journey, the challenges they faced, and the lessons they have learned along the way. I will also be covering topics from entrepreneurship and innovation to leadership and personal development. Whether you are an inspiring entrepreneur, a seasoned business professional, or just someone looking to improve your life, the Success Secret Podcast is for you. My goal is to bring you valuable insights and inspiration that will help you achieve your own success in business and life. So get ready to learn and be inspired. The Success Secret Podcast starts now. Something big coming up. It's an amazing event that I have been working on behind the scenes. It's coming your way in the next few days. So keep your ears on this podcast and your eyes on the Instagram stories for more details. It includes more than 40 amazing speakers. These amazing speakers are going to share with you their wisdom and knowledge on how to grow and scale a business. So if you just started your business or looking to grow your existing business, this event is for you and it is totally free to join. Well, hello and welcome, Success Secret Nation, to this episode of the Success Secret Podcast with your host, Hossein Talib. This is a very special episode. We are going to be talking about how to live life by design. Curiosity and intention work together in our life. They lead us deeper into levels of joy and connection. In this episode, I have with me Shaina Francesca. She's a speaker, writer, and entrepreneur. She helps people live more joyful and connected lives through principles of life design. Shayna believes our present and future are transformed when we infuse our lives with intention. We design our life and realize the power of accepting ourselves as the authors of our own stories. Shayna, welcome to the Success Secret Podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate having me on the show. Awesome to have you here. So this is a very interesting topic, living life by design. So, but first of all, I want to ask you this question. I ask a lot of my guests. So because this is a success secret podcast, what is success to you? And what do you think people get wrong when talking or things about success? For me, success is um, being able to Um, spend my time doing the things that um, align with uh, my purpose and align with what I feel truly talented and um, uh, capable of doing, right? You know, success is that ability to let go of what I'm not great at and have other people be great at that. You know, Mm -hmm. success looks like um, being in community with the people I love you know, and surrounding myself with other intelligent people who challenge me and who um, who are holding themselves accountable for how they're moving through life. That's very interesting because like a lot of people sometimes connect success with uh, how much money they have in the bank or these kind of things. So yeah. that's, <clears throat> there's so much deeper meaning to success in life. Mm-hmm. So... Because we are going to be talking about life by design and your business, Consonate, 
this is your website name right so i want to start with that because it was interesting name for me so how and why did you start this website and why did you name it that name and does it really actually mean something yeah okay so it's a real word consonate is a real word and i grew up uh, being fascinated by words and the power of words right and um using the exact words that we mean is such a beautiful way of of connecting right and and so when i looked to rebrand my business a couple of years ago i really wanted to choose a name that um fulfilled um the expansiveness of what it is that consonate is about what we do because when i talk about life design i mean your whole life right because we are alive while we're working whether it feels that way or not right so i don't just mean your personal life i mean every aspect of our human lives um and so when i found the word consonate um i immediately knew it was meant to be the name of the business and i actually keep the definition on an index card sitting right <laughs> on my desk to constantly remind myself what it is and bring myself back to why and what i do um as a, as as a business leader um and consonate means to arrange or blend together skillfully as parts or elements put together in a harmonious precisely appropriate or elegant manner so mm. it really beautifully encapsulates um you know what we do and how we do it there's mm, yes, definitely because we should live life in harmony right but yes, this, this exactly. is the thing yeah so this is the thing how do we live life by design when actually like most of us like maybe 99% i assume we come into this life right and life life itself takes us by itself without anything that we we should be able to control it we should control things but life just happens this is the saying right life happens yeah. so how we can like shift things around and put Uh, our life in a place where it's in a place of harmony like you mentioned yeah and it's a, in a place of that basically i can be that person who controls things as much as i control like we know things happen sometimes in life that could be out of control out of our control but yeah we want to control the things that we can do control yeah i look at it as a reframing instead of control right I look at it as connection, right? Mm -hmm. So I have a deep connection to my own purpose and I can use the purpose, my purpose to guide my actions, but I actually have no control over the outcome of my actions, right? I can understand the consequences of my actions, I can take accountability for the consequences of my actions, I can gain as much information as I can so that I can help to predict what might be the consequences of my actions, but I cannot actually control the outcome, right? And so if we can shift that narrative from control right to connection and staying connected to who we are and what we're trying to accomplish and who we want to surround ourselves with and the kind of energy that we want to take with us through our life and the things that we want to feel and the things that we want to help empower other people to feel in their lives as well right for me it always comes back to joy mm -hmm. um then I think we can kind of shift that narrative and we can understand okay if I'm connected to these things if i'm connected to the choices i have rather than trying to control the choices i have i can make an informed more informed decision i can recognize the power in the choices i have and i can also recognize that control is a construct it doesn't exist right and so 
when we try to control, there's a lot of frustration that builds up. But when we try to connect, there's more freedom and flow in that than there is in trying to control something. Mm. So, okay, there's a lot of things there. Connect, mm-hmm. first of all, connect with what you talked about energy and how we feel. I assume that how we feel determines our energy. Like, for example, if when we wake up in the morning, if we feel good, our day will be good. If we're lousy in the morning, when we wake up, it's going to be a bad day, I assume. This is what happens in a regular day-to-day life, right? So, yeah. and you talked about joy also. The, so these a lot of things that are happening at the same time so can you unpack yeah. like all of this together <laughs> yeah sure sure so uh, just to unpack some of it because to unpack all of it would take forever <laughs> but <laughs> to unpack some of it would be to understand that think that i don't think that there's necessarily I, i don't think that most things are good or bad right or wrong right there are there are absolutely things that harm other people but when we dive into that a little bit more we could say okay well you know there's it's the difference between like you know harming someone right it that we could say okay that's bad but what if it's done in self defense mm. right and then suddenly right so there's always nuance in everything so i don't think when we wake up something is good or bad sometimes we might feel a little bit tired um but that maybe is just our body's way of saying maybe tonight we might be, be need to go to sleep a little bit early or maybe we need to, to take magnesium so we can get better quality sleep or or you know some other way we can support ourselves but instead of looking at it as a bad thing and letting it taint our entire day we can look at it as an indicator of a way we can get more intentional with how we're living mm-hmm. right so that's what designing your life is about it's not about doing more it's about being more intentional with what you're already doing so instead of feeling like tired is now going to become this bad thing that looms over you all day it could become something you know what i'm i'm going to i'm going to kind of look into you know what i might do to support myself so that tomorrow i don't wake up tired too right mm-hmm. or look in a way where i can gain support from and and form community around myself so i can have the support i need to be able to get the rest i need to not be tired all the time right mm-hmm. because we're not meant to do this life entirely by ourselves. So I think it's a matter of perspective, it's a matter of reframing and it's a matter of finding the support we need as human beings um instead of trying to push through tired, let's just acknowledge tired and then find ways to support ourselves. Mm, that's very important. So you also mentioned in this in your last sentence here about about ourselves and connection. So how do we find this connection whether this is with within ourselves or like you mentioned it's important also basically to to live this life like connected to people now i yeah. assume social media is there to connect people but in my own opinion if you ask me that social media is not really connecting because everything is now just a message and that's it there's no real face to face connection yeah I think um, connection to be truly and deeply connected to other people and this world and an understanding that we as human beings are part of an ecosystem, we have to be truly connected to ourselves. And I think that comes from a sense of understanding better the world, our ancestral history, the places we come from, the people we connect to, understanding the world from the lived experiences of people not necessarily like us. right like gaining a larger perspective and understanding of the world also helps us to understand our place in that world and and how powerful we can be as part of the community in of the world of of the community of other human beings um but for me i 
I found that I was better able to connect with the people around me and create true support systems around myself when I actually connected better to myself, to my own healing, to defining my own life for myself rather than what other people were defining their lives by or other people trying to define my life for me or putting their expectations for me on me, right? Like other people like, oh, but I thought you would be, that's none of my business, right? The only, the only thing that is my business is what I want for myself and my impact on the world, right? Yeah. Um, and so I think when we lean into that, we can truly connect to ourselves and then truly connect to the people around us and understand what that looks like. Yeah, so basically this human connection like involves a lot of things. Like for example, yeah. sitting ourselves, like we, it's it could be like about maybe our stories, our own stories, right? Because we have this certain uh, when life happens to us, whether it's a bad thing or a good thing, sometimes we associate our past or past things that happened to us as a, in a negative way, in a de- negative outlook. Sometimes people don't want to share these kind of things. Sometimes when they are good, they don't want to share these kind of things with other people. So so do you think that this history of, let's say, us or this person is very important into being at the present moment and developing into the future self, for example? Yeah, I think owning our story is important. You know, what made us who we are. I think it's also important to understand the difference between trauma and challenges, Mm. right? Because I don't think that trauma helps to connect us better to who we are. I think it, it functions like a veil, shielding us from being able to see who we truly are. I think challenges are necessary for growth. Trauma is not. And so Mm. I really... I think it's important to acknowledge our trauma, to heal from it, and to find the spaces in this world in which we are safe to share our story, to find the people we can share our story with. But our story does not belong to other people. It belongs to us, right? And so I think it's deeply important to find safety, to find people we are we are psychologically and emotionally and physically safe with to share our story so that we can release shame. Um, and we can connect to other people and 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 receive some healing through that. Um, but you know, again, our story is not for everybody. And and I think you know, going through life and understanding that makes it much easier to to truly connect to the people who are meant to help us heal. Mm, definitely. So, like when we talk about like healing, that involves a little bit. I assume maybe some kind of. Uh maybe uh, personal development or working on yourself or motivation or inspiration. So are these yeah. things also connected to each other? Because when when I personally read about motivation, what gets me motivated, for example, personally, I listen to my music, my favorite music. So, so this is how I get motivated in whatever it is, yeah. what I am about to do if I feel like I don't want to do it. Like yeah. I go to listen to that music and I feel like pumped at the moment and do it. But sometimes this kind of motivation, like it does not last for a long, for a long time. It lasts for maybe yeah. five minutes, 10 minutes a day, whatever it is. So it's like there is some kind of a time frame on things. So how we can like put this place of feeling that to have it within, within us. Yeah, I think it's a matter of connecting to our creativity and connecting to boredom, 
I know that sounds counterintuitive, but we don't really have a lot of time for boredom anymore. We don't, (laughs) we don't leave our brains the space to wander. And it's when our brains wander that our brains connect what, what seems in our conscious mind as disparate information. Our subconscious mind, when we enter into boredom, starts to make different connections between things, right? And I think that there's deep inspiration inside of ourselves that can come from inside of ourselves, but we're, there's too much demanding our attention for us to be connecting to that, mm. right? And so a, an important part of just feeling inspired and joyful and connected in our lives is giving our brain and our body and our soul the time and the space it needs to actually find itself. Because we can't find our inner voice and listen to our intuition if, all the, if there's constant external voices and constant external stimuli, right? Mm. I think that's part of it, you know, and, and when we tap into our creativity and when we start seeing the benefit of, or the, the, the manifestation of, right. Our creativity, art is the manifestation of creativity. And I think art is a much broader term than we classify it. Right. And so when we see the manifestation of our creativity, I think that provides a reinforcement of inspiration. And I think it is in and of itself inspiring, but again, we have to give ourselves the time and the space to connect to that um, and give ourselves time you know, downtime, even just go for a walk with no headphones in on a sunny afternoon or, you know, whatever it is to let your mind and your body just wander and do something without a specific goal in mind, Mm. but to just be present and be in the moment. I think there's so much inspiration that can be drawn from that. that doesn't have to be external because I do agree with you that oftentimes external inspiration can be very short-lived. Yeah, so this is very important. You also have talked about creativity and boredom, which is basically like having a moment to maybe reflect. Or So are we talking here about some kind of meditation, like going for a walk without, without like headphone and listening to music or <laughs> listening to a podcast? So, <laughs> yeah. so does, does that really help in, in, in to put the, the structure of things to be to organize our thoughts because sometimes uh, it happens that a lot of people demand things from us work demand a lot our thoughts like i don't know i i read maybe and some guests told me that like we have i don't know maybe a billion thoughts a day i'm not sure but it's like a a number that it cannot be imaginable so How is that like rolling into the play of like creativity? And we also, when we talk about creativity, is it when we talk about creativity, we related like you mentioned about arts, like being an artist, some kind of a musician, maybe some kind of a painter, maybe, uh, maybe a piano player, these kind of things. So uh, there is a lot, of course, there's a lot of things to be creative about, maybe writing, creative writing. So, yeah. 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 I think meditation and boredom, go hand in hand, but I don't think they're the same thing. Not, not for me. So meditation is time where I'm connecting to, you know, myself, I'm, I'm trying to, or, you know, working through quieting the external voices and just getting quiet with myself and listening for my own intuition. Um, and I think that helps create time and space for boredom. But for me, boredom is specifically allowing my brain to kind of just like to not 
it's, it's at that moment where you like are reaching for your phone or you're sitting somewhere and, and you're turning on the TV instead of just sitting in the quiet, right? Like to me, boredom is, is not turning off what's going on in your head. Boredom is leaning into what's going on in your head, right? <laughs> like listening to see what, what's going on, you know, and not necessarily going down a rabbit hole, but just seeing where your mind takes you. And maybe you go down a rabbit hole and it's like, I wonder what's going on with this. Right. And then just letting yourself explore, right. There's an aspect of like boredom leading to play, right. Cause like when you were a kid, when you got bored, you went outside and you played. Right. And like, that's, I think the reconnection that we need to make is between what boredom can lead to rather than like letting boredom just take us directly to an answer to that boredom, right? Okay, I'm bored. I'm going to pick up my phone and I'm going to scroll through for a while. Or I'm bored. I'm going to, you know, watch the television. Maybe letting boredom lead to play, leading to go out for a walk, leading to all of these things that we used to explore the world when we were a kid, right? And there's so much value in that. And we desperately need to reconnect to the, I don't know, let me explore the world that, that, that is truly valuable and, and I think very fulfilling for us. Yeah. So like, it's very important. Like you mentioned, when we, when we were kids, like we wanted to do whatever we want to do at the time we wanted to do it. You want to play, we go out to yeah. play, for example. So the, you don't think about uh, the risk, let's say, or the consequences of certain things that happening. <laughs> so this is what we have or what we should as adults do sometimes it's let our minds be released and not let sometimes overthink things of right, the consequences yeah. that might happen because we want actually different outlooks different perspective on things yeah. from other people yeah it's good they might give you advice on certain things but you also want to uh, kind of analyze things maybe so this is what you're talking about also looking at the things that whether good bad uh, and you want to put things that you might don't want to have it back in your head but sometimes it does happen to reflect on that to see it from different perspective yeah I you know this sounds silly but like for me sometimes it's you know like when you're a kid and you go for a walk or you're going to the store and your parents are like don't touch anything stop touching, stop touching, right? Like as a kid, we touched everything, right? Or at least I was the kid that touched everything. And so sometimes I go on a walk and my whole goal is to touch everything that seems interesting. I just want to touch it, right? Like I'm going to walk and I'm going to go touch that flower's petal. I'm going to run my hands along the bark of the tree, or I'm going to touch the way that the seeds or the pine cones or whatever it is on a tree, like or I'll walk past and I'll feel the way that a honeysuckle bush feels when I touch it. And then it smell my hand afterward and know that like, Oh, that smells beautiful. Right? Like all the things that allow us to explore the world around us and reconnect nature and reconnect to exploration, right? Like anything we want to be good at, we have to practice, right? So we have to practice putting ourselves in a place of boredom, putting ourselves in a place of play, putting ourselves in a place of connection to the world around us and remembering that we are part of an ecosystem. Mm. And that ecosystem is there to support us and we are here to support it, not exploit it, right? And so getting into those places of play, it's like an honoring of those. Uh, it, it, it's a way of honoring ourselves in the world around us. It's a way of 
I mean, there's just so much in it, right? There's so much vulnerability in play because we, when you're playing, you don't know, right? Like you don't know what's going to happen and you, you have to submit to that and be okay with that, right? Um, the feeling of swinging on a swing or, or climbing on a playground, you know, there's, there's things that there's just so much beauty in doing that and finding ways to explore the world um, in ways that we haven't done a really long time. Yeah, that's very important. Like you mentioned, it's connecting sometimes when you are out on a walk and you feel yeah. this this uh, flower or rose or whatever it is. It's, it is the yeah. thing with the nature out there. It's, it's, uh, yeah. it's relaxing, it's, uh, it's good. And also yeah. you talked about one of, sometimes humans, sometimes we think that we have to build this kind of a wall and not be vulnerable, like yeah. one things, and we are like this tough guy or tough girl that we are, yeah. we can handle everything that <laughs> there's nothing we can handle. Sometimes it is okay to be, I don't want to say weak, but vulnerable to certain things and share this with other people around. Yeah, I, I mean, we all are vulnerable in some way and pretending like we're not um, disconnects us from ourselves and each other right? Mm-hmm. Without vulnerability, there would be no reason for us to, to need each other, to be around each other. We would go through this life entirely solitarily, mm-hmm. right? And that's just not what we're meant to do. No matter who tells you that, we're not, we're not you know, we're not meant to do that. We are meant to work together. We are meant to complement each other. We're meant to, to live in community together, to move through this world in ways where we complement each other's strengths. Right. And, and, and we are much stronger together than we are apart. And so, you know, leaning into that, um, that vulnerability allows us to, like I said, connect better to ourselves and be honest with ourselves and then be honest with the world around us and, and make space for other people in our lives, right? Where we're vulnerable, someone else might be strong. And by allowing that vulnerability to exist within ourselves, we make space for someone else in our life. That's that's very important. Like you don't want to be this kind of person that oversteps sometimes certain limits, maybe, but at the same yeah. time is there to help and support other people and also yeah. support yourself in your own life. Yeah, that's where boundaries come in, right? Mm. So I think I think the reality is that for so long our world has looked for hacks, for shortcuts, for yeah. all for, for easy, simple ways to do things, but there is nothing simple about this world. We are meant to live in the gray. We live in the nuance. And it's really important as human beings that we embrace the nuance, that we get back to a place where we embrace the nuance of being human and being part of this world, because that is where true joy lives. Yeah, exactly. Like Because we cannot, as a human, sometimes we we don't want to do that and block things out because you will be basically miserable all day and yeah. you are will be distancing yourself from either life itself basically nature other people and as humans we are in general socials this is how it looks like because it's a community you build a yeah. business with a community you build a business with other people you build a business yeah from people so there is no selling to itself i guess so for example right exactly exactly so pretending that we don't need the the employees that you know 
help us run a company, right? Or create the company for us to run in the first place, right? And then create and help us to sell and 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 share with the world what we do bring as a company. Like all of those things, recognizing the power in that ecosystem, right, is really important. Pretending that you can do it all on your own and those people don't matter is why you're seeing so many companies right now being unable to hire and retain talent is because they keep pretending that the world exists in this place of imbalance of hierarchy and I'm the boss and you don't matter because you're not the boss. Well, that's not the way the world works anymore and it never should have worked that way, right? And so returning to a place of balance or getting to a place of balance is deeply important in this moment. Recognizing and honoring everybody's humanity is deeply important. Yeah. And, it, and it's a huge part of our collective and individual healing. Mm, that's important as you mentioned it's like we are living in the gray it's not not everything is like white or black black or white so we have to live through it all the good the bad and yeah. the ugly, i guess so <laughs> yeah exactly exactly that's what it is to be human yeah. right getting comfortable with being uncomfortable mm, right yeah but right? yeah exactly but the problem is sometimes a lot of people like to stay in this comfort zone in this circle that they don't want to get out of it. They don't want to experience certain things, new things, because change in general for us also as humans means risk, means that we don't know fear, means fear basically, because we don't know if we are going to be success, successful. We don't know. We are also afraid of failure. What if yeah. this happens? So so this, what ifs, these what ifs are, are really bad. So this is why... Me personally, I try to do whatever it is. So there is no as as long as I am not harming like any other uh, being, for example, or people or animals or whatever it is or nature. So you have to try that and do that. Maybe it would turn out to be good and stop like having this kind of fear because the things that you fear might turn out to be the good thing for you that will maybe change things for you for the better. Yeah, I think we like comfort and we like to tell ourselves that whatever we're used to doing, we understand, you know, if we're doing the same thing every day, we're going to the same job, there's comfort in that, there's security in that, but there's no such thing as security. There's no such thing, right? There's this world by its very nature is unpredictable. And the minute that we think the predictable is safe, we're ignoring the fact that there is no such thing as predictability. <laughs> like, like you, you might go to the same job for 20 years and think that that's predictable, but then you might get laid off or they might force you to retire. There's still, no matter what, being human, there is uncomfortableness. And I think the part that has become so harmful is our society tells us to lean into the same that that's what's safe and that what's different and change is not safe. And we are kind of groomed into that our entire lives by, you know, having to do the same thing at school every single day. And so we look for that regularity throughout our lives. But honestly, it leads to so much discontent, right? Like a life unfulfilled because we're just looking for sameness every day. Mm. There's discomfort in that. Yes, there's discomfort and fear as well. But if we recognize that there's discomfort, no matter what, we can choose in what way we're 
allowing that discomfort into our lives, right? When I walked away from working for other people, that was a very scary moment in my life. But the reality is that my job was never guaranteed to me anyway. Nothing was ever guaranteed. And so the minute I could like settle into that, then I could embrace the the world in a completely different context and recognize that that no matter what, I think we just need to get comfortable with being uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. right? That's very important. There's so much to learn. There's so much growth there. Definitely. It is. It's about personal growth for any human being. You want yeah. different results. You cannot do the same thing every day, right? Correct. <laughs> exactly. yeah. 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 And I think doing the same thing every day is deeply harmful to our mental health. Mm, definitely. So do you think, Shana, I missed something that's important that you can add? I think, you know, the one thing that I didn't really talk about was, um, you know, curiosity when it comes to uh, being intentional about our lives. I talked about play and I talked about vulnerability, but I think the the thing that I always come back to is all those things are wrapped up in curiosity. Mm. And I think when we, when we lean into that, um, we can begin to explore the world again and find a, a whole world of possibilities. We didn't know were there um, because we stopped looking. Right. And so curiosity is absolutely deeply important to being intentional in our lives. Yeah. So it's basically like we were talking earlier about having the, the kid in yourself, right? Because kids yeah. always curious. Sometimes they, they eat dirt. So, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. have a bit of curiosity in you, right? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe don't eat dirt or maybe eat dirt, whatever makes you happy. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, What do you think some of the resources, tools or books that could be beneficial to the success secret nation? Do you think? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I I have a list of books that I absolutely love, but the one that I'm uh, getting ready to actually reread is um, How We Show Up by Mia Birdsong. And it talks specifically about um, reimagining what it is to be community for one another and be connected to one another. And I think it's deeply important for this moment that we be able to, to reimagine that and to see what might be possible together. So I highly recommend that book. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So I want to thank you for being here today with me. So where can people get in touch with you so can learn more about you and what you can do for them? Yeah, absolutely. Check out my website. It's www.consonate.world. I'm sure it'll be tagged in the show notes. Um, my email's there. My my, my phone number is there. Um, there's also free resources there, uh, videos and a couple of PDFs that kind of help dive into that. Um, there's information about upcoming workshops and uh, information about me as a speaker and so on and so forth. So uh, definitely check out the website. Awesome. Thanks, Shana, for being here today with me on this episode of the Success Grid Podcast. Really, truly amazing. I I don't know what to say. Information. It's more than information. It's like really specific, specialized knowledge and how we can like live life more intentionally and purposefully. Thank you. Yeah, thank you.